Hello, friends. This is Pastor Pierce Eaton, and you're listening to First and Foremost, a podcast where we give you teaching and tools to make Jesus Christ first and foremost in your life. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Extras. This is part of the podcast where I unpack extra tidbits and information from my sermon preparation that I wasn't able to get to on Sunday. And before I kick things off, I want to say sorry that I have not posted an episode on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Um, The honest truth is that things got very busy leading up to the Thanksgiving holiday, and I had a lot of preparation of things I was doing at the church. And of all the things that I needed to do, I, I realized that one of the things that I was willing to put aside for a period of time was this podcast. But I'm glad to be back. I'm sorry I didn't post for a couple of weeks, but I will try to be consistent from here on out. Now, my Sunday this, or sorry, my sermon this past Sunday was actually our final sermon in our series on spiritual rhythms and disciplines. Now, we capped off this series with a final sermon on evangelism, and I gave an evangelism challenge to our church. We're calling the challenge Sent to Shine, and it's a church-wide challenge to share the gospel with someone. Uh, Essentially, the challenge is this. It is for our church to share the gospel message with at least 400 people from Advent to Easter. That's 125 days to reach at least 400 people with the gospel message. Now, with a church our size, that should be easy. Uh, We normally have over 300 people in attendance on a Sunday. So if each one of us shares the gospel with at least one person or two people over the next 125 days, then we should easily meet that goal. But the honest truth is, I want to blow that goal out of the water. I would love for us to reach over a thousand people with a gospel message over the next 125 days. Now, each week, we will report how many of you share the gospel by lighting up lights on the light board that we have on our worship center platform. Um, You saw it, if you were there on Sunday, you saw this beautiful light board that we have that each light is representing um, someone that we share the gospel with. Now, the way that you report when you have shared the gospel with someone is through our church bulletin. There's a QR code on the back side of our church bulletin that you can grab on Sundays. You scan that and you share with us who you share the gospel with. But also, we have a form at our welcome desk for those who um, they can fill out, you know, a paper form for those who aren't quite as tech savvy. Um, but I'm excited about this challenge. And the reason why I'm excited about it, as I mentioned in my sermon on Sunday, and if you if you weren't there on Sunday, I encourage you to go on YouTube and watch the sermon. I, I give some really good tools for sharing the gospel there. But I'm excited about this challenge for one primary reason. Now, as I've stated in the sermon this past week and the week before, our goal is to make disciples of Jesus. And that starts with sharing the good news of who Jesus says with people. But what I'm really excited about is what God will do when we're willing to be obedient to his call on our lives. I am confident that when God's people are obedient to his call, which is on every believer, the call to make disciples of him, when we are obedient to that call, God uses our obedience in beautiful and mighty ways. 
he may reach people through us so that they come to Christ, or he may use that obedience to shape us and mold us and further conform us into his image. But I can promise you that when we're obedient to the Lord to do to do ministry as he's called us to do, to carry his gospel message to others, that he is faithful to use that obedience in mighty ways. And so I'm just really excited over this brief time, uh, over 125 days, to see how it impacts our church and how it impacts our area, the Texas City, kind of South uh, Galveston County area, how it impacts all of this over the next 125 days. I know that God can use this next 125 days in mighty ways, and I pray that this is just the tip of the iceberg of what God will continue to do for our in our church and through our church for many, many years to come. Now, in my sermon, I shared the three circles. The three circles is a method of sharing the gospel, and it's a really a simplistic method of sharing the gospel. It's a artistic way of drawing out and and sharing the gospel using kind of a uh, a drawing and the really the reason the reason why I enjoy sharing the gospel this way and the reason why I prefer using the three circles to share the gospel is because it stories through the gospel so often when you encounter somebody who is not churched or doesn't have a background in church then when you start when you start telling them about different passages of scripture it all goes over their head they don't really understand why it even matters and why we should even care what the bible says they they're not thinking along the same lines as you might be as a believer and follower of christ so instead the three circles just simply tells a story it paints the story of scripture that the world is broken but it wasn't meant to be broken in the beginning God made it good, but we sinned and rebelled against God, which led us into this world of brokenness, and there's nothing we can do to get out of that. If we die, we're going to be eternally in brokenness in a place we call hell. But God made a way to get us out of this state of brokenness, to rescue us and to save us from this eternal state. And he did that by sending Jesus. Jesus paid the penalty for our sins on our behalf so that we don't have to receive it. He died on the cross for our sins, And he was gloriously resurrected on the third day, declaring his victory over sin and over death. And the Bible tells us that if we we repent, we turn away from our brokenness, from our sin, and we believe in Jesus, we place our faith in him and what he's done for us on the cross, then God promises to restore us back into his good design. That doesn't mean that we're perfected right now in this moment. But that means that God begins to work in us and shape us and mold us into the person that he's made us to be. And the good news is our relationship that we're meant to have at the beginning with God is restored. We can have communion with him, relationship with him, and we can know and trust God when he says that we will be with him forevermore in that relationship. Eternal life is what we receive in relationship with him. That's the three circles, and it's always followed up by the question of everyone in the world lives in one of two places, either in the world of brokenness or in God's good design. Which circle are you in? It's a really simple way of sharing the gospel. You can draw it out or you can use it as a way in your mind as you tell somebody the gospel. You can draw the circles in your mind that just help you know how to take 
the the storytelling from one end to the other so that you you complete the picture and help someone understand the truth of the gospel. Um, it's simplistic. It's it's pretty simple, but it makes the good news of Jesus very accessible to someone, um, pretty much anyone who hears it, whether they're churched or unchurched, whether they um, are familiar with Christian words or not. They, they're able to hear the three circles and go, oh, okay, I think I get it. And so, like I said, if you are not there on Sunday, please go to YouTube. And uh, if you don't follow us on YouTube, follow our church, FBCTC, then uh, please follow us there and uh, subscribe to us. And then also watch the sermon where I demonstrate the three circles there. But briefly, before I wrap up this episode of Extras, I want to talk about how I use the three circles in the midst of a normal conversation and how you can too. For many of us, sharing the gospel feels unnatural. Many of us think that sharing the gospel is awkward. We, we think of sharing the gospel as just going up to a stranger and saying, Hi, I want to tell you about Jesus Christ. And we think that would be so awkward. But did you know sharing the gospel doesn't have to be awkward? It can actually be very natural and a very normal part of a conversation. Let me explain. This is how I often share the gospel with people. I strike up a conversation and I just take genuine interest in that person. I want to know about their life. I want to know where they work. They have a family. They have kids. Then as I'm talking to them, I, I just usually ask something like, wow, so um, are you a part of a church or anything? Or what's your spiritual background? I'll ask something like that. And surprisingly, people are scared to ask this question, but surprisingly, whenever I've asked that question, I always get people who are eager to reply and tell me. In fact, I've never asked that question to someone and them tell me that they did not want to talk to me about their spiritual background. Because up to this point in the conversation, even though it's been brief, maybe just two minutes, they can tell in the conversation that I'm genuinely interested in them. I'm not telling them all about my life story. I'm not um, just saying a bunch of things. I'm listening to them. I just want to hear what they have to say. And as I, as I listen to them, they can tell that I'm an attentive listener. And then I ask them, well, what's your spiritual background? And they say, well, um, this is my spiritual background. And they'll start to tell me. In the midst of that conversation, then I can look for opportunities to either see that Maybe they are a Christian. If they say that they are, I ask more questions. I say, really, tell me about that. What does it mean to be a Christian? Because lots of times people say they're a Christian, but then they're really not a Christian. They think they're a Christian because their grandfather was a, bl- a believer. And there's tons of people that I run into all the time who say they're a Christian, but when I ask them what it means to be a Christian, they have no clue. They usually will say something along the lines of, it just means that you have to be a good person. And then at that point, I can say, did you know that that's actually not what it means to be a Christian? And I'll say, really? And then I can share the gospel with them. Or uh, another way that I have been able to bring uh, the three circles into the natural part of a conversation is as I'm listening to them tell their story, uh, maybe they start talking about their, their children or their spiritual background or whatever it may be. They begin to tell me things that help me see that the world is broken. Many people, if they feel like you're really listening and you really care, they'll begin to divulge aspects of their life or of their past that help you see that they're broken. 
that they've gone through periods of brokenness. Maybe they mention how they're divorced. Maybe they mention how they grew up in a home with only one parent. Maybe they mention how um, they lost a loved one. Maybe they mention different hurts and pains that they've gone through in life. They will often mention something. And when they do that, I love to respond with the three circles. I just say, wow, man, that, that, that's, a, that's really sad to hear. And it just shows the world is so broken, isn't it? And I'll say, yes, it is. And I'll say, yeah, it, it is. I mean, there's many ways we can see that it's broken. We don't have to list them all because our list would go on forever and ever. But did you know that God actually didn't create the world to be this way? And they'll say, no, I didn't. And then I say, well, actually, this is how he created the world. And then I just begin to tell them. It becomes a conversation. And when it becomes a conversation, we begin to see that there are very natural, normal opportunities to transition to a gospel conversation in the midst of a normal conversation. You could even turn the weather or talking about the Dallas Cowboys or all kinds of things to a gospel conversation. If we're simply listening, if we're attentive, and we're looking for good opportunities. One of the things I want to encourage you with as I wrap this up is this week, if you're listening to this, I want to encourage you to pray this week for an opportunity to share the gospel. Maybe you feel uncomfortable about, comfortable about it. Maybe you feel like it's not something you're supposed to do because you don't know enough. I want to encourage you that you know all that you need to know. If you're a believer and follower of Christ, you can share your story. You can share the three circles. You can share what God brings to mind in that moment. And so I just want to encourage you, pray for an opportunity to share the gospel this week. You will be amazed that when you begin praying every day for an opportunity to share the gospel that day, you will be surprised at how many times God opens up an opportunity for you to share the truth of who he is with someone that day. So begin praying that this week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Extras. Uh, later this week, I am going to be recording uh, a questions uh, episode of the podcast. So I'll, I'll be answering one of the questions one of you guys wrote in uh, last week. And as always, please review and subscribe to this podcast. Doing so makes the podcast more visible to others. Go, therefore, and make disciples. And we know that that starts with sharing the good news of who Jesus is with people. Do that this week. God bless you.